contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hello and welcome to Failures and Fakes, episode 22. I'm your dad and your father and your older brother, Cooper Nichols, and I'm joined by Parker Schultz. Sup, boy? Yeah, boy. I'm also here, joined boy. by the telemagic digital age era of television by Kyle Schultz. I am streaming live into your eye holes. Ooh, I don't see you, but okay. I'm also joined by TJ Nichols. That's me. You're the one who said television oh kyle, sorry i'll let you talk kyle because that wasn't my introduction i'm also oh, i'm sorry did i did i bleed into your introduction you're just bleeding everywhere no, you just all the time talked over gushing. me but it's fine what did you have to say i i said it well i didn't hear it i was just saying since you said through the magic of television yeah that you're in my i said i was streaming into your eye holes because you said television and then you turned around and made it sound like it was my bad that I said that you could see me when you're the one who made the insinuation that you could see me. So This is the worst intro I have ever. Been, I have been found out. <laughs> I'm a manipulator. I'm a mastermind manipulator. I'm turning Kyle's words This is the on worst him. intro. Intro. <laughs> um... For today's topic, for the topic for today, that one, um, we've talked a lot about punishers on the show, like people, fans specifically that are annoying and follow you and punish you just for existing and just because they like you. Do you guys have any like really good, um, I guess, memories of, of being with fans? Like, did you guys ever actually spend time with people that weren't on tour with you, et cetera, et cetera? Were there any moments? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, when we were in Germany, there were these guys that, I think we already talked about this, though. Have like, we? Bought us beer, and we just went yeah, out back into their that. van. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't, we, there were a few. There was this guy named Justin Roach, who lived in, I think, Fort Lauderdale. Wow, you remember his And he's the, wow. He's the, he's the guy that gave us all those filthy hockey shirts. I don't know if you guys remember Ooh. that. Filthy, like, sweat. He had, like, a. Like a, uh, I don't know, I don't think so. I don't know why it was called Filthy Hockey per se, but I mean, it's kind of a catchy name if you're into hockey. Maybe. Wait, I thought, it, I thought it was for disc golf. What's a Filthy Hockey shirt? That's uh, it was the name of oh. his like apparel brand. Okay, I thought you meant like... And I still have a couple of these shirts, but he was he, he was really cool, but it was before, <laughs> it was before the point where I was like comfortable going into a bar and like drinking with people that I didn't really know that well. I think I'd be a lot more comfortable with myself doing that now. But I remember he like invited me to go out to a bar with him and I'm just like, okay. And then I was probably really awkward the whole time. Okay. But that's cute. He was, he was like, like, just like a, like he was probably in his thirties. So it was kind of like one of those, you wouldn't expect him to be a fan as much as you would like a, you know, a 19 year old kid or something. So he was, you know, he wasn't just talking about high school and, you know, dumb shit and stuff. And, you know, he actually was fairly sophisticated. So I really did enjoy his company. But there there wasn't a lot of people like that in that I interacted with that were, you know, more well-rounded, like kind of normal people. I feel like the style of music we played attracted the more seen people. So it kind of makes interacting with a lot of fans. Like, Wait, seen oh, kids like of- TOC? Mm-hmm. Were they all wearing bumpets? Teased their hair a little bit. Maybe, 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 maybe seen is the wrong word. But you know what I mean. Like, there's there's a lot of people that weren't. They had that look about them. You're like, okay, this person is. They could be cool, but my first impression is that they're not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is maybe one way to describe it. Did, there was that one guy in Germany, not the not the guys that we hung out with, but the other guy that we that was. He was American. But oh, from America? Yeah. He was going to school in Germany, and we hung out with him for hours at the pub. 
Ooh, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't that. remember his name. He was really. He cool. had such a like classic name. He was fun to talk to because he was super blunt. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've heard about this, but I don't think it was on the show. But is it common for bands to like kind of extrovert themselves on tour? Like, is that a thing? Like, do bands tend to try to socialize with people outside of like the circle of, I guess, bands? Yeah, is that a thing. I think it's weird though. Like when you have an interaction, so our most of our interaction would happen like at the merch table or at the bar of the venue. Yeah. Majority of the time we didn't hang out at the bar. We would hang out at the green room or if there was no green room, we'd hang out in our trailer. Yeah. So yeah, majority of the interaction was just at the merch table and none of them were there all that much unless it was like immediately after our set. Yeah. After we had like taken everything off stage. So I, I don't know. We did have like, uh, this is our listenership. So it's kind of weird to talk about, but we had like a lot of very religious fans yeah. that just wanted to talk about God a lot. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So we would have a lot of people that would come up to the merch table asking what we needed to be prayed for, stuff like that. So like none of the conversations were getting to know the other people. It was yeah. a lot of just like, I just like being around you. And it was just weird. It was so uncomfortable for the most part. I mean, you did have... I did have a lot of experiences where people just didn't know I was in the band, so they were just hanging out and curious and just talking. So that was fun when they didn't know who I was. But when they did, then it was just always like... They were just prodding to find out information or just like... I don't know. It's a lot of the same. Like, how's the tour going? Yeah. You know? I don't so know. it's... It's very surface you're level. Not, you're not treated like a normal person. Yeah, it's but those aren't the conversations that I'm interested in anyways. You know, the the ones where it's like, how was the tour been? Where'd you come from? How's the fucking weather? Where did you yeah. go? <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like that. It was just strange. From? Where did you go? How did the tour go? Go, go, go. <laughs> I think the weirdest ones were when... Uh, Dawson and I during the Hawthorne Heights tour, we were like hurting for money. Like yeah. we were, wait, is it in the red? Yeah, we were in the red deep. We were deep in the red. This yeah. was such an argument. It was ridiculous. You weren't there. No, no, no. The whole in, in the red and the black. Oh, yeah. Green. <laughs> Good God. Who cares? But so we were hurting for money. And so Dawson and I came up with the idea of going around before the show to all the people that were inside the venue and just handing out stickers and just getting FaceTime with people. That was, I mean, I had fun, but just watching Dawson's interactions were so uncomfortable. Was this when he was like a little less socially uh, comfortable? Well, it just depended on the day. Same as everybody else. But we would just try to get people to like stick around for our set or just like, Get like watch us instead of going outside and having a cigarette or something. Yeah, you know. So it was just weird because we were just like, "Here's a sticker. Check out our band. I hope you stay around for our set. Like, please hang out inside." Just baking. We did that quite a bit on that tour just because we needed to sell merch. So we're just trying to entice people to watch the set so they would be interested in buying merch. I remember a. I think it was very early in the band. I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but from what I recall, TJ, you told me that you guys would go, I don't know if it was on tour or what, you guys would go around with like an MP3 player or whatever and like show people your music like on the street. No, we did. It was probably the Warp Tour deal and it was the TV. When we were following Warp Tour. On top of the. the, We like gutted a cabinet and we stuffed like rolled up t-shirts in there. So we could sell shirts, and then Kyle had rigged up the as like a rolling cab, so we could move it around. And it had a TV strapped on top of it, and we could play our music video and show people so our you music guys are like, and our music video, and be like, "Please buy our merch. We need some fucking money." Parking lot hawkers. That's hilarious. Yes. It worked though. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it did. I sold tons of tank tops doing that. Really? That yeah, was, I think that's that's worth looking at on the. Uh, on the accounting side of things, because there were like like three or four days where we sold like a shit ton of merch, and which probably doesn't it probably won't sound like that. But nobody go back heard and look of at us. it. But so if we could make like two hundred dollars yeah. off of tank tops, it was a good day. Yeah, you know, like we weren't getting any guarantee. We were just traveling and hoping to stay afloat with gas money and food. It was fun. It was tough. 
I that I enjoyed that stuff though, where it was like hustling and trying to get people to buy shit. I think that's where you guys ended up working the hardest was in just like the self promotion because you didn't have the money to just have like a mm. huge launch for like your first record. You didn't have any of those like I don't know amenities or whatever. We'll able to pay for things. Yeah, I worked really hard. <laughs> I know Parker, you worked really hard. Probably but it's just weird to think about like if you were at a show and the band that was there in front of you wasn't playing, they were just talking to you, trying to sell you their t-shirts. Would you actually purchase that? Like I fucking wouldn't. No, no I wouldn't either. I know I sure wouldn't either. So but, it was talking people into giving you, you were like, yeah, we haven't eaten in days. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to make it to the next day. Please buy our stuff. I just want one McDouble. I just want half a McDouble. I just and want who knows? Single. That probably didn't turn anybody onto the band because our merch at the time was horrible. Atrocious. It was just TOC. That's not something that you can Google and no. find out the band. Like, there's no, there was nothing to remember us by. Yeah, there's there's two reasons to sell merch. One's to make money and one's to basically advertise yourself. To sell, to sell more merch to other people who see that on other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, what is but that? You, you wear a shirt around. Thing, then you're not going to be, it's not free advertisement because it's yeah. advertising absolutely nothing to absolutely no one. Yeah. That yeah. was really smart of you guys. Oh, we haven't really talked about um, merch a whole lot. Like we're talking about selling it and stuff. Did you guys? You're talking about like designs and stuff? Yeah. Like, is that, is that something that you guys were involved in at all? Or, I mean, uh, all, I think all TJ the- was probably the most involved besides Dawson. Yeah. So we had a few different merch companies that we would go through. We ended up sticking with one in somewhere in New York, upstate New York. I think it was Albany. Was it Albany? Area. It was like upstate merch. I think that's what it was called. And we stuck with them for quite a while because Silent Planet was getting a lot of their stuff through them. It was like 508 or something. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. We had so many different merch companies and like some of the prints would come back terrible. Some of like the options for the cloth, like a lot of it would just be Gildan. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Which is not great. Yeah. So it's just like Walmart brand clothing, you know? So like we wanted to get some like better stuff. So we ended up getting like next level merch. Dawson would do a lot of the designs like on tour or we would purchase them from other people like Solid State would do like their own merchandise for us. Oh, and so on their website, you could pre-order or order an album from us, but it would be designed specifically for the record and for Solid State that we, I think we got like 15% of that, which we never saw because it was just paying off our debt. It just was Solid State. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool actually to see like on tour, you would go on tour and you'd see the people that had, like pre-ordered saloon or pre-ordered handmade because they would have shirts that we had never even seen in real life and we're like oh wow. that's a fucking cool shirt that's there was awesome. one where there were like guns there were like six shooter like old western guns i saw that one once i was like when the fuck did you guys sell that yeah we never printed any of that stuff i think we actually there was one design that we had asked for so that we could print up shirts of it because we actually really liked the design yeah but majority of the time, it was stuff that Dawson was putting together, and I was kind of just like, that looks cool, that doesn't, like, this doesn't look like anything, let's not do this. <laughs> you know, it was just, yeah. I was kind of just editing what Dawson was doing. That's what you're best at. Uh, yeah. Did you guys feel like you were competing with other bands to sell? Is that a thing? Because, like, somebody walks oh, yes. in with 40 bucks in their wallet, they can buy a hoodie or two t-shirts or whatever. You don't, like, specifically go after the people like the fans or the whoever's there, you mainly just like hear the numbers that are going around for the rest of the merch people. Cause nobody's like afraid to tell you how much money they're making. Yeah. Like when we toured with Silent Planet, we were like, Oh, we don't make any money on merch. Cause they were pulling in thousands of dollars every day. Yeah. And we were pulling in maybe a couple hundred bucks. So then that made me realize like, Oh, they're doing something that's actually working. So a lot of it was just biting off of, I mean, we. That's why we copied. Yeah, we stole basically Silent Planet's merch because it was selling really well. Like their designs. Yeah. Yeah. We oh. like basically copied a lot of their stuff. I mean, like, they they're like different. They stand out. Other merch stands out. Yeah. But they were just biting from hundredth. Oh really? Yeah. Just a, a, a chain. Yeah. But it was, it was what was selling. Like we did floral patterns for a few different shirts because 
I think Hundred started doing it, and then Beartooth was. And we're like, okay, this is trending right now in yeah. this scene, so we're gonna start printing a lot of mm-hmm. this stuff. And that stuff sold really well. We had like the four arrow box floral print shirt. You probably have one. Oh of them. yeah, that sold mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, and they do have one. The two tone sweatshirts, the red and the black or dark gray. Oh yeah, those. That that yeah, was a Silent Planet thing. Yep. We, Everybody still, wears those, though. Yeah. I still see people wearing those pretty often. Yeah, I see somebody and I go, okay, is that ours or is it Silent Planet's? Okay, yeah. it's Silent Planet. <laughs> and then every once in a while, I'll see them and it's ours. And I'm like, oh, shit. Man, I run. See, yeah, run. <laughs> Silent Planet. I've seen more Silent Planet merch, like, just in the wild than any other band. And they're not that big. Like, you would expect to see maybe more like ABR or something like that. But... They destroy the merch game. I don't know how they do it. I mean, I like their designs. I bought some of their stuff, but there's something interesting about Silent Planet's marketing. Yeah, like they're kind of mysterious. I think that's what's so appealing about it. So you don't see as much like ABR or what what the fuck ever like Five Finger Death Punch or Seven Dust. Like you don't see those shirts as much. It's almost like a clout thing for people. Like I know yeah. Silent Planet. Yeah. So I'm going to rep their merch everywhere. And their merch is stuff that you would want to wear on a daily basis that good looks shit. good. Yeah. And it, it Feels, fits well. Yeah. Well, TJ, you told me once that you originally thought that Silent Planet was like a clothing brand, right? Oh, yeah. Like that. Like, because that's what it looks like. It looks like mm-hmm. designer rather than like I'm pimping out my band. It's like. And their hats don't say Silent Planet on it. It's just their oh. logo with yeah. a split. No, they're, they're really smart. They're really good at what yeah. they do. Were you guys like expecting that going into, I guess, when you guys started taking it more seriously? Did you expect to have to deal with this kind of stuff of like, we're going to have to hawk our merch. We're going to have to worry about like keeping up with trends. We're going to have to do blah, blah, blah. No, I think that's just something that you learn. Like you see what other bands are doing and you're like, oh, this is working for them. So maybe we can take some of that. Yeah. But we did that all along. We did that with music. Dawson would base songs, right? He would base songs off of other bands and stuff. We, yeah, we did that with everybody. Yeah, I'm, everybody does that. You guys, you guys were always like less homogenous about it. I felt like though, like you could tell the influence, but it to me did not feel like that specific. I mean, there is like there's like a straight up Devil Wears Prada riff in one of the songs. I can't remember which song. Oh, really? In one of your guys's earlier songs, it's like very similar to a Devil Wears Prada riff. There's like that kind of stuff, but it's never like the whole thing is just a rip off of one single band. Oh, no, because it was always like Dawson, Dawsonified. Yeah, Dawsonified. That's a thing. Dawsony. We used to say, I, we probably talked about this before, but like the Dawson Choir. We've never talked about that. Never talked. I want to talk about this. <laughs> Whatever So when is. we were writing Saloon, we were doing so, there were so many like gang vocal style things, but instead of having the rest of us do vocals, Dawson just recorded like 20 or 30 tracks of himself singing like off pitch Majority of them were off pitch, and then and not at the same, not in the same. They were like, all rhythm. like, yeah, they were all random, from like phrasing. <laughs> that was like the Dawson chorus. That was like the staple <laughs> of Saloon. A lot of like failures and fakes. A lot of those. I think that's only Dawson. I think there's like one or two tracks that has like other people's voices on it. Yeah. Majority of it is just a Dawson fire. <laughs> Just a hall full of Dawson's. I mean, if you listen to Saloon, like you hear like eight vocals on each track, like you can hear that there are multiples. So it's it's weird because you're at least for me, I'm so used to hearing the Dawson choir that even if it sounds like shit, I'm like, oh, that's a Dawson choir. Like (laughs) that makes sense. That that goes there. It's not like holy shit. It still sounds like ass. It's not like that. It's so weird. That's strange. I do remember a video of you guys doing gang vocals. I don't know where it was recorded. I think you guys did it with John Velasquez. But there was one song that actually had multiple people instead of just 30 Dawson tracks. That was probably with John. He probably forced it. It could be uh, My Guitar Battery Died. There's like that whole ranty, talky thing before the last We did that at your guys' house upstairs. You don't remember that, Kyle? Oh, yeah, we did. I remember that. We just like set a mic in the middle of the room and... It was with Dylan, and we were all just like sitting around and just yelling random things, and it just got put in the song. Oh, I uh, have we talked about Dylan at all? <laughs> no, oh, I no. don't know. 
Who's Dylan? How come we haven't talked about Dylan? I think we all forgot. Is he worth your while? It was a wonderful learning experience. I think he's playing music still. I think he's doing something. So should we be careful about what we say about him? I don't have nothing bad to say. I, I don't know. I don't think it was anything bad to say. It's just like his work ethic at the time was not what like the caliber, maybe you could say that we were at, at least while, I would say. Yeah. After a while, like he just wasn't compatible. Right. That was a lot of it. Yeah. No, and, and he just, just, he just didn't really cry. No, you know what this was? This was us being young, dumb Christians who were super just elitist about what we expect about other people. And uh, we wanted yes. Dylan to be a good Christian boy, like the rest of us. And he wasn't, we found out. Well, that was part was, of like, it partying so we're like we can't have him represent our band that's what it came are down you fucking to. kidding me that's what it comes down to. i remember that now okay wow we that's that was definitely part of it but i also remember him just being just being kind of like parker in the sense of like he wouldn't do anything <laughs> well he but would fight like parker he would fight dawson a lot on stuff right him and dawson would kind of would argue a lot because oh, like Dawson would be like, I want to do so. it this way. And Dylan's like, no, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> we should do it this way. I want to say it battlefield. Yeah, it probably was that. Because none of us were really combative with Dawson. Well, I definitely wasn't combative with Dawson. And Kyle could get away with it because you guys are brothers. Yeah. I, that could be, yeah. that could have been part of it. I don't, I never saw Dylan and Dawson get into it though. I, I, I don't remember, remember that ever happening. Pissed off the whole time we did Arrows Before Bullet. Yeah, but we all were pissed off that we were doing that. So, <laughs> I I showed Angela Battlefield and she was like, "Who who is this band? It's Battlefield. It's just it's just Dylan for like the first two minutes or whatever." Oh. And she just was like, "This is really bad." Never meant to uh, start a war. You know, I never meant to hurt you. Dylan has a good voice, though. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't fit the band, but he has. I think that sounds good. Um, but I, I've seen so many comments like all over the place where people are just like, I really missed Dylan. Which is weird because he was never on like a full length record. He was what on he was on th- three songs. I literally forgot about him being in the band. <laughs> until Let's I mean, see. Like, he was on Arrows Before Bullets. <laughs> he was on Yeah, it wasn't long. It wasn't My Guitar Battery Died. Seriously either. Like it was before we had decided to write home. a full length. So he did he join you guys like after that EP was written, or was it? Did he write it with you guys? It was like basically a summer. Really? Yeah. Because you only did a few shows with him. I remember it, Dawson having a hard time, like doing we, those vocals. We had some of Airs Before Bullets recorded or written the EP, and then he came in and like, I think he helped a little bit with the rest of the writing. Yeah. But a lot of the time, I would have to sit with him on Fruity Loops and go over. The guitar parts, because we all everything that was written was done in Fruity Loops, so all the guitar parts were like weird, tingy synth. And that's when it was called Fruity Loops. That's a long time ago. Is it just FL Studio now? That's just FL Studio. Oh, yeah. It'll well, always be Fruity Loops in our well, it, yeah, in it's our Fruity hearts. in your heart. Yeah, but we would just sit at the desktop and just play over and over and over again, figuring out whatever nonsense that Kyle or Dawson had input into the MIDI. <laughs> And then same with um, when we went to record with John. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. When you're recording, my guitar battery died. Dylan could not get any of it down. So I was just sitting with him again, just going over the guitar parts, just making sure he got the breakdowns, the super dope-ass breakdowns. Down. Not dope. But I, I don't understand why Like Dawson could have just recorded it. Like, D- Dylan didn't need to actually record that. Well, because Dawson played bass when they did What Is My Destiny, right? Since you couldn't go and record. Didn't Dawson do that? I don't know. Wasn't yeah. Dawson played bass on most of the stuff because it was easier for him to just plug the bass in and do it real quick and not have to wait for TJ to come over, too, you know? Yeah, TJ could so, walk so slow because he's he a short king. The utility utility of him just doing it right then and there was was easier than, than having TJ do it, I'd say. Bass. Oh. Really? Didn't yeah. he reamp a lot of the bass, too? Maybe not. No, it doesn't work. Transferring no. from guitar. No, it was probably just DI'd no. in, and then he just direct input. I'm sure all of our no. I think I did like people will know what that is. Four songs on Handmade. I think I actually recorded a total of four. May- wow. Maybe, maybe. But you did a lot of the writing and stuff. But right? I was there for like yeah, 
All of that. It. That entire record I was there for. Majority of Saloon I was there for. Was that because you didn't want to play it or because Dawson was just like pushy about it? Well, part of it was time constraint of this has already been recorded. It sounds good. What's the point just of use me it. picking it up and playing? Yeah. Because it's literally going to be the same thing or maybe worse if I do it, <laughs> you know, like, so it's whatever's just like, best. Who cares? Whatever's best for the song. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if my fingers pluck the strings. Like, as long as it sounds good and it's there, who the listeners can't what tell cares? the difference. No. Yeah. I know a lot of purists would probably be like, no, dude, it's like the vibe of the musician, but it doesn't. It's bass. It doesn't yeah. matter. That doesn't translate anymore. No, it no one cares. The whole vibe of the musician thing is <laughs> dead. No, yeah. nothing. Yeah. No music is authentically recorded by the artist. Anymore. Yeah, you couldn't tell. Like, but it's what serves the song best. Yeah, like, definitely. And our time constraint. We had to get the drums done so we could pretend that they were on the record. We had to get my <laughs> bass done so we could pretend it was on the record. Like, we were busy doing other things. Yeah. Kyle, you're yeah, you're quiet today. I know. I, I I just don't feel like I have a lot to add to this because everything that I would add is like being said. And then it's just like, what am I going to do? Well, yeah. So TJ, TJ didn't record a lot of the bass. <laughs> like, it's just, what was the, what's the point of me talking? <laughs> well, do you have any, any topics you want to cover? Uh, I have a, I have more of a bullshitty segment type topic. Yes, please. And then, and then a question for the audience. Did you cook your ducks? Is that what um, it is? Yeah, yeah, sure. My topic is uh, that uh, Tones and I song. What's it called that you that you sang? The parody song you did? Dance Monkey. Dance Monkey, right. Dance Monkey, yeah. So I heard that again on the radio and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so so I, I like Shazam the song because I didn't know the name of the song or the artist at that point. And there's this girl that I used to know. It was It was the girlfriend of... This guy that worked for my old boss. His girlfriend. He worked like with us for what? Boss. I'm lost already. Yeah. So so my coworker of my old job, um, his girlfriend. Okay. Okay. Got it. Now she was like Angela, a sassy little (laughs) Ukrainian girl. Okay. (laughs) Which I find funny now thinking about it. But yeah, she was a sassy little Ukrainian girl. And she had a voice, like Angela, like if I was, if I was just to know Angela through like voice recording and never having met her, I'd be like, okay, she's, I could see her being like a little petite woman, but she's got like a, she's got like a normal woman voice. You know what I mean? A normal woman voice? Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like off the wall. It's like, yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a woman. I, I, I can hear that. Like it's a normal voice. This other girl, we're just going to call her Tyler. That's her name. Um, Why? She did not she did not have a she did not have a normal woman voice. She had a very it kind of reminded me of maybe she was 7 years old voice, but she was <laughs> like 20. It was weird. Give me an example. She had this really I cannot. I can I wish I could somehow find like Can you try like, it? Re- could have recorded her try or something. It, try it. I don't I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, it wasn't like that though, but it but you know how people's like the timbre of their voice can just be so different than almost all the voices you're recognized to. And that's what, that's what like that tones and I song reminded me of it was like this, the timbre and like the sound of her voice is so strange. I wanted to know what she looked like. And in my head, I'm thinking of this Tyler girl because she's this short little girl. She has this tiny, not tiny voice. She has this like, it's, it's, it sounds like her, her throat is constricting like so much. So like, only the tiniest little bit of air comes out when she talks. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, and that's and that's what like the tones and I uh, singer sounds like to me. So I'm I'm driving like a dumbass, and I'm looking up a picture of the tones and I, and then I'm like, oh shit, what? So and I never I never seen a picture of her before, so I didn't realize that she was she's what do you want to say? She's a big girl. So thick. I had she, no idea. Yeah. she's thick. Yeah, she's not. She's big girl, right? Is that I don't want to do any like fat shaming, but sh- like in a good, she's thick in a good way. Like I don't, yeah, I don't know how to say that. Like she's thick. Is that yeah, the only that the only voice she uses when she sings, or does she like have a lower voice that she does sometimes too? That's her. That's her like main. Yeah, that's her voice. Interesting. The, I didn't listen to any other song. The first time I heard that song, I was like, "This is it I, is it is weird." Her I voice is not. I don't know real. where she's from. I don't believe it is America. She's from. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, so my my question is because that that's Country, probably right? the most <laughs> yes <laughs> that's probably the most drastic discrepancy between what I imagine someone looking like just by hearing their voice and then seeing a picture of them. Oh, really? That's one of the most drastic, like, uh, what's the word? Wait, dissonances so, in my okay, head. What did you think she looked like before you knew? Like describe her before like, you knew what she like, looked like. Like imagine Angela, but shorter. Shorter than Angela? Yes, that was this Tyler chick. She was so freaking short. Are you sure she wasn't a seven-year-old? <laughs> no, she was not. She's she's. It was. Uh, they were both in the same same grade as Hannah, and and Hannah actually knows. Okay, Parker's Hannah. The boyfriend. I don't know if. Yeah, Parker's Hannah. Yeah, great. She's as old as Hannah. Yeah, in the same school. So Hannah knows Wyatt. <laughs> oh, so like guy. high school to say, yeah, we're in the same grade. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the same <laughs> weird to say graduating class. Like Sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, but that's what I was imagining in my head because it just reminded me of that of that voice. But I want to know for you guys what the most uh, dissonant. Or that's still the wrong word, but where the voice and the the picture don't match up, and then I want to know from the audience if any of you guys have heard our music and then like thought about what we looked like before you saw a picture of us, like what boy if, if there's any like weird stories about that, that. was like a ten minute preface to get to. That's, that I know it was very long prep. preface, but I like my preface. So I always thought Johnny Lang, like when I first heard him, oh, I yeah. was like, oh, like this dude's this dude's a gospel singer, like he's black yeah he's not he's not he's not and uh, after i after i saw a picture i was like okay well i hear it now because i know the face now but you hear the whiteness yeah <laughs> you hear the privilege parker <laughs> <laughs> uh for me it was uh lewis capaldi is that his name did you capaldi he i imagine him being like this like suave like beautiful like older dude than he is turns out he's my age and he's just like a he's a bigger boy yeah like he's he's got some chub but he's still cute but like he does not look or act like he's only cute all. because of his personality though yeah like if he wasn't a sassy bitch like he is you would just think he's just like some just normal kind of average looking human yeah you know yeah it's his personality that really brings well, because it's almost like contrary to his appearance. You would think yeah. he would be kind of like a dick just looking at him, just like grumpy. He looks like somebody that just plays video games and drinks um, Mountain Dew. You know? He's like, like me. The average, he looks like the average like gamer that yeah. like posts on Reddit about how mad they are about the new Destiny update or something. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> you're 10. I've never rage posted about Destiny. I'm not there yet. Because you're I'll not 10. There. I... If I was, yeah, I would have been. Uh, who was it for you, TJ? I honestly don't know. You've never, like, or how about, like, a podcast, even? Because I've listened to a lot of podcasts where I'll see yes. them after a few years, and it's like, who, what? It just yeah. fucks with you. When I originally started listening to My Dad Wrote a Porno, I had a vision of what these people look like. Yeah. And then I, like, looked them up on Instagram, and I was like, oh, you don't look anything. Like, like the main host... I thought he was just like a really skinny. He sounds. Like, he I, sounds. Small. I generally think that most people are fat. We've talked about this uh, yeah. that are doing podcasts. Like I just automatically assume <laughs> fat, but he is. And he was like one of the few people that I didn't assume that he was. Yeah, and he's a bigger guy. Like he looks. He's looks good. Whatever. Um, and then the other two, I can't remember their names. James and. I can't remember the girl's name. I did not picture her as like this skinny redhead Alice. I didn't expect her to look the way she does. So you've had your you've had your uh, prejudice verified once. Yeah. Oh. There. I think. I yeah. I I think it fucks with your head. I try to avoid knowing what podcast hosts look like. I don't. I like to know because then I it just gets it over with. That's what I do. You got to do it early on. That's what I do with artists too. Is yeah. I I hear a song and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna YouTube them to see if they're good live. Because usually that's like that's how I rate an artist. Is I'll their, watch their like live four or five different live performances and be like, okay, you're a good 
Like you're a good artist. You yeah. don't just solely live on Spotify, you know, yeah. like you can perform a live show. Well, um, the biggest thing was, uh, love, 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 what? Love. L-A-W-V. Love. Love. Everybody. He sings a, I'm so tired of so okay. Yeah. Um, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't say everybody. It's a different song. Um, but watching his live performance, I was like, oh, these are really fucking boring. Really? Like, these are fun songs. But, man, do you make it look like a chore to do. You're lucky that you don't listen to Prague. Like, watching a Prague performance kills any... Yeah, I'm like not interested in somebody excitement. that just stands there. Like, it's just yeah. boring. I expect a lot from a performer. If you're going to stand still, you need to have something special. You need to have it to be able to just stand there you and need to belt. have, like, broken legs. You need to have, like, a giant dick. Yeah, you need to have a dick down to your foot. <laughs> yeah, you to have just dick, watch dick restricted movement. Just want to watch a dick swing while you play the guitar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, someone like Harry Styles. Let me see your dick swing. Just sing all day, and I'm happy. But he probably also has a huge dick. Wait, I I hate to go off topic because we never do that here. Parker's just made me think of like using your dick as a metronome. Or if you got like a Newton's cradle of balls. Is that Kyle? Kyle, you are you're the most like physics inclined here. You're the smartest one of the bunch. How do you make that dick swing? How do you make a Newton's cradle out of like five five pairs of balls? It have to be long. Do they do they have do they have to still be attached to the body? <laughs> I mean ideally. Ideally we're not castrating men for a fun toy. <laughs> um I would say that would that would be nigh impossible because having to shove that many men that close together sounds like a nightmare. But what if uh, they're very small framed. Very what if they're no. very small framed. No, if they just I have I have narrow hips. Then you could do it. If oh, you just have that's a five good point. Dudes. The dick doesn't have to go in. It can go up. No. no it has to go in. You guys require anal You need sex. to go bald steep so that you can all sway together and um, not fall apart. Yeah, they can, just do, they can just soak. But the point is they can't sway. Then also, sway. you no, get a little a prostate rub like you're happy. Listen to me. That's what I'm saying. They, okay. can, they can just do soaking. What's soaking? You soak your dick in somebody's ass? You've never heard of soaking? Wait. What is soaking? Common among Mormons. Could you? What? If you soaked your dick in a vag or an anus, will it get pruny like your finger? Like a, like, okay. what the fuck? Like, okay. if you're, you know if you have about. moist dick for Hold up. multiple hours, I need will to know, you be pruny? I need to know what Just so even. I'm accurate. Okay. It's, it's, it's fucking, but not moving. Um, so Urban Dictionary says soaking like planking, only your dick is inside of a Mormon. <laughs> Convince your Mormon girlfriend that you are not soaking. Oh, that's a hold on, hold on, hold on. The art of having sex without thrusting <laughs> when a couple sticks it in and then leaves it there to soak. That's like tantric sex, though. What is the but point of that? Because they don't count it. How do as you losing their virginity? Hard. But you're still penetrating. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. How do you keep your boner? Yeah, if you're just in... Like, is she squeezing on you? In a dank, moist place. Like, yeah, unless she's doing Kegels while you're inside. Maybe. I guess that's... Okay, outside, so anyways, of, outside so of soaking... Everybody can be still <laughs> because they're soaking. But the, it, there doesn't have to be penetration at all. Soaking. This yes, can be does. platonic. <laughs> yes, there does. There this, needs to be soaking. This can be platonic. They flaccid, don't have to be fucking. Flaccid or hard. Can you, you couldn't get it in flaccid, but it could stay in flaccid. <laughs> well, if you put it in hard, let it get flaccid to be yeah. fine. I then don't imagine. That would get pruny. Some flaccid soaking. You would How, be wrinkled. Kyle, dick. do you know if it's a thing where your dick can prune like your fingers do or your toes? Um... I don't, I don't know. I don't, I maybe a little bit, but I don't think it would be as drastic as like your fingers. Could you try soaking tonight and tell us? <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> maybe I should just dip my balls and but, dick into like a jug of water and see how long it takes before it gets pruny. Yeah. I want you, I want to see you steep that water with your tea bag. 
I knew that was coming. Put them long nuts. That would be... It's one long nut. That would be some... Yeah, but if it was... A, that would be some water real earthy water. A while, and then my balls would go up into my body. You'd have some serious... Balls close to it. Hopefully not up inside of my body. So would the... Would the... <laughs> would shrinkage or... Um, <laughs> Angela's just like... Nope. Angela just walked in and walked out. <laughs> Do you think that shrinkage would... Make you more susceptible to to wrinklage, or would being hard make you more capable of wrinklage? Just I would. If you're think, hard, it's going to keep your skin taut, right? Yeah, but just I would think if you're hard, it wouldn't be wrinkled. But if you're soaking for long enough and then you shrink, you might be wrinkly. Does your wife listen to this podcast, Kyle? Let's let's ask our listeners. No, hey, listeners, could you do a study where you soak your balls? And you do some major soaking and tell us how long it takes before you, you can't you can't do it with your balls because your balls already look like they're wrinkly because they are. It, I think TJ, mm. I, I agree with Kyle, but I don't agree with, for the same reasons. Your balls change mass. They change volume so frequently with temperatures and well, not your balls, your sack. Your balls stay the same. You're okay. Yeah, your your uh, your testes, your scrot, your s- scrotum, your scrotum changes size, and that fluctuates too much to have like any consistency for learning about the scientific properties of wrinklage for your shrinkage. So, I think penis is preferable here. So, listeners, put your dick in some liquid. <laughs> we have in our studio today a guest in our basement that i brought in specifically to talk about specifically about shrinkage and about soaking welcome to the stage angela shinkarinko hello hello miss angela so we brought you on today to ask you a very good and good question <laughs> i'm a studio audience um how would you are you familiar with soaking like in a bathtub? Soaking in a more penile fashion. <laughs> Did you hear my definition? No. Oh. I didn't. Okay. Back. Here's our Googleist, Parker Schultz. The art of having sex without thrusting when a couple sticks it in and then leaves it there to soak. Specifically, specifically Mormons. <laughs> common in, yeah, Mormons. So how would, how would you feel about engaging in that act? So uncomfortable. No, <laughs> I'm not just gonna sit there with your dick inside me. You don't want to just cradle <laughs> in it for many hours. No, no definitely not. You wanna, oh, I wonder oh what God. the most you don't have a conversation during. Just... A deep discussion about my feelings. Is there a certain like position that you're supposed to be in, or is it supposed to? I'm assuming it's missionary. It, no, it's gotta be like spooning or something. Well, they're more. Then you can so be on your phone. Missionary. Is <laughs> then you can be on your phones. The Mormons came to the door again today, but they were soaking. <laughs> the, the, two, the two teenage boys that come up. Oh There's no girls that do that. It's a boy requirement. Have you ever seen girls do that where they're riding only, on bikes? Only it's guys. Only okay, the boys. When did we so the make boys would be soaking when each other? Did we make just so not the distinction that you can't soak inside a butthole. We never said that. It's not okay if you're a Mormon. You can't bu- do butthole stuff. I don't think. Yeah, but you can soak in a butthole. No, it's only vaginal. It's to keep the dick safe. I think if you're a Mormon, I think they think it's bad to be gay. So I, I don't think you can do that, Angela. Angela, as our Mormon expert, yeah, as our from yeah. personal experience, as our resident Mormon um. expert. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Spill it. it. It's not even funny. It's just gross. Was this going to be about my dick? No. Yeah. Not yours specifically. Have you ever or would you hold a penis inside of you for an extended period of time? No. We'll call it two hours or more. Oh, wow. I. That seems excessively long. That's a long soap. There's no action. It's going to take a while for you to get, like, there. But Wait, do you, does soaking make you come? Watch a movie. <laughs> Let's do some biology research. Netflix and soak. Porno. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I feel like if you were to do that, it would have to be like a long-term thing, right? Like, you're, yeah, you're watching 
The Incredibles 2, you're watching uh, The Ring, you're watching uh, 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 Community. (laughs) If you watch a scary movie, there would be some unintentional thrusting. But that's just the <laughs> benefit. Uh, you can't do that. So, You're not allowed. No, I don't think they do come. I'm pretty sure, like, it's just this really awkward Wait, thing. Wait, could you just do, like, there. dry you just, humping? Is that okay? Could you dry hump one another? If Okay, if putting your dick inside of somebody and just letting it sit is okay, I'm sure that dry humping it's not is not sit, it's soak. And letting it remain? Letting it... Letting it Act as a sham wow inside of her Mormon <laughs> pussy. Wait, like your dick soaks up the moisture? It's soaking. <laughs> what do you do with the uh, wash rag, TJ? <laughs> I, I sop it up. Okay, sopping or soaking? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> They're interchangeable. Okay, continue. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. You're talking about sopping. Okay, so is there? So I guess sopping would, would be maybe different because sopping is like a like if you have like some French bread and some like. Oh yeah, you kind of like so like you so maybe around it, but not in it. Yeah, so maybe sopping is like you get it. Everything's wet. Everybody's everybody's wet, whether through natural lubrication or like some sort of disgusting, you know, chemical mixture like. KY, but you get one of those. You get you get all the components. You get I mean, all, that's just basically like vegetable glycerin, but you, isn't it? So you get all your components of your your penis and your what other what whatever sex organs, any hole, and you you sop and you role play as a, a just French soup connoisseur at a restaurant, and you are just trying to get like the last like few little puddles of that soup. So you're it's saying that your penis is a bread. It's a like a, a piece of like bread. A, like a crusty baguette. Is it like a buttered bread or is it like warm? What kind of bread? You are can, we talking about like a roll? No, we're talking well, it depends on the what man. What kind of piece of meat, like bread are we talking like, about? Like for me, I'm definitely like one of like the two foot baguettes for sure. <laughs> um somebody like Kyle maybe is like a, if you cut a hoagie into like a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, no, Carl's like a muffin. <laughs> so, like a mini muffin. So you take your butter like muffin and you just sop. You just you just sop and you don't stop. If if I had to make a distinction, I would say sopping is when you're wiping up something and you have to sop it up. So like you have a paper towel and you have a spill. You like rub the paper towel over the. <laughs> That's what, over that's over the water and then it sops it up. Would just okay. So, but say, no, your bread acts. The motion. It's the, it's the, the motion of having something soak. It's the same soaking component, but this is more of a liquid retaining method rather than just inserting. Like if I just put, say, a hot dog into some water, the the water content of both of those ingredients stays about the same. There's not a lot of flux there. But if I put a piece of bread into, say, some water, but if the bread add- will sop up a higher percentage of water mass. Okay, but think about this. If you put a hot dog in, like, warm or hot water, then it splits. So don't get her or his hole. Don't warm it Don't up. get their hole. Sorry. Don't get their hole too warm. Don't, so, don't put it on the like toaster. Or room temperature warmth. I would prefer a body temperature just for a more, like, uh, welcoming experience. It's more of that, like, French hospitality. Yeah, I think room temperature is a dead person. Yes. Well. So. So maybe don't be a Mormon necrophiliac. I mean, before I insert my penis in any hole, I require the hole to be cold, so. Her hole is running a little feverish, doctor. I like a cold hole. I like it cold. So are you saying like, he likes it cold? <laughs> Cause, so then I can make the excuse of like, oh, that's why I'm so small. Uh, that is going to, I guess, do us for tonight. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for doing us. Uh, if you would like to find more of our bullshit garbage garbo pile, you can find us at failuresandfakes.com. Otherwise, find us at uh, failuresandfakespod on Instagram. Send us some dooms on there. Send us some emails at gmail at f- uh, contact at failuresandfakes.com. 
I remembered that one. Good Yay, job. Yay, there's mm, fakes. Uh, if you have any questions for the show, just just as long as no, just be like, hey, what's up, guys? Oh, hi. Uh, don't send us uh, videos about balls or penises, please. We talk about those things. We don't want to see them. That's not true. I will make TJ <laughs> open those messages. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm... Do you want to talk about the drama, TJ? Yeah. I mean, everybody's already heard it that listens, but... Cooper Angel and I do a show called Dramatical Air. Who? Cooper Angel and I. Cooper Angel and I. That's what I said. Cooper Angel and I. Cooper Angel and I. <laughs> we do a show called Dramatical Air. We're actually covering the best show on Netflix right now called Too Hot to Handle. I don't know if it's number one in the world anymore. It's not. It went down to like eight. Oh. We're behind the times. Yeah, guys. I know. We're but not. Hit. We're covering that. You can hear us talk about. There's a, just a lot of butt. We talk a lot of about butts. And tits. And yeah. who has a butt. We determine who does have a butt. Doesn't. It's erotic. There's boners. Boners galore. So if you're interested in hearing us talk about dicks more and butts, uh, check our new episode out coming more, out. You want more nasty So butt. yeah, we'll have a new episode of Too Hot to Handle day before that this comes out. That's exciting. I'm, I can't wait to record that show. No, we already did it. What? I've been Tyler. Time is a social construct. I have been your father. I have been your dad. And I have been your brother, Cooper Nichols. I have been joined by Parker. Sorry, I was soaking. (laughs) (laughs) I've also been joined by Kyle Schultz. Via the magic of the telemarketers. Wow. It's okay. Shortest, that's the shortest one he's done. Uh, maybe he was projecting a little bit. Also been joined by TJ. Because of my small penis? Is that what you're saying? Oh! I've also been joined by TJ Nichols. Because of my small penis? Oh! <laughs> nice. Thank you to my beautiful bestest half, Angela Shinkarinko, for joining us on today's terrible episode. You're welcome. That's it. Here is... Whatever song we decide to do right now. Bye. They say dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, oh. I never seen anybody who done that.